Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark and today we're checking out some more relationship stories and if you do love a reddit story why not consider hitting that like subscribe maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story which comes from jolly old Saint Nicky who says I gave my son $800 in gifts and my daughter $4,000 in cash. He took it badly. Our son is 22 and our daughter is 26. She bought a house in July. We know that moving into a new home always comes with unexpected costs, right after you've probably depleted most of your funds. So for Christmas, we gave her $4,000. Our son, we gave a few different gifts, totaling somewhere around $800. Our daughter had to work Christmas, but we did Christmas on the 26th, and she stayed with us for the holidays from then until yesterday. Our son still lives with us, and today he told us both that he didn't want to say anything while his sister was here, but his feelings were hurt by the disparity in the value of the gifts. We explained that the gift we got him were tailored to his interests, but his sister has just passed a big life milestone where money is more important to her right now than sentiment. He said it's still hurtful because it feels like we are more proud of her than him. My wife got really frustrated when he said that and asked why he would choose the least charitable interpretation of our actions. He said that's just how he felt and he couldn't control it. I said that we didn't give her money because we were more proud but because we had experience being new homeowners and knowing that something always breaks in that first six months and it's always expensive. He said that was all fine and good, but it still hurt to get a worse present and feel like an afterthought. My wife asked if he expected us to get him $4,000 worth of gifts. He said no, but he expected the gifts between him and his sister to be equal. My wife said that's the same thing. and My son said it isn't. He said we could have given her the monetary equivalent of what we gave him. I told him that isn't really fair for him to decide how much we spend on someone else's gift. Furthermore, cash is less personal than gifts, so giving her a cash equivalent to what he got would be her getting the worst gift. He said we weren't listening to him, just justifying. My wife said we didn't need to justify anything and he was being entitled. At that point, he said he didn't want to talk unless everyone was civil and he went to his room. He skipped lunch, breakfast for him, today. And when he left for work, he didn't say goodbye, even though I was right by the door. My wife is irritated and my son is clearly resenting us. I can't really decide if we're in the wrong here. On the one hand, we should be able to give our money to whoever we want. On the other, I never want to hurt my son's feelings. Were we wrong? And apparently there was a whole mix of comments on this one particular post. So we're going to start off with Strawberry Lipstick who says, Not the a-hole. I feel like people on here hate favoritism so much that they think you have to treat your kids equally every second of their lives. The fact is, when children are different ages slash at different places in life, they'll be going through different milestones at different times. 
For example, if one of your children had gotten their license that year and you got them a car for Christmas, that doesn't mean you need to spend a car's worth of money on your other child that Christmas. That'd be ridiculous. As long as you treat the kids the same in the long run and help them out similarly for these milestones, it's okay for there to be a little disparity every once in a while. 86 Max says, you're the a-hole. I typically don't have much sympathy for people complaining about gift disparities, but in this case, you should have given your daughter a housewoman gift of cash separate from the Christmas gifts. By lumping a large amount of cash into a Christmas gift, you invite unfavorable comparisons. Budge says, I don't think either of you are the a-hole, but I do think there's issues all around. I think the crux of the problem is that you chose to do this at Christmas. If you had waited a month and gifted your daughter the money as a housewoman gift, then there wouldn't be a need for him to draw a comparison. It would be assumed that when your son eventually got to that place in his life, he'd also return the gesture his way. As the youngest kid in my family who typically also feels like an afterthought, this is usually not about the gift. This is probably deeper than this one moment, but he is choosing this moment where it's obvious to point it out to you. Perhaps let him open up a larger conversation about whether he feels this way more often than just right now. To be fair to you, your son is significantly younger and there's ample time for you to make the same gesture when he crosses this milestone. And he could stand to keep that in mind. Porcupine Tattoo says, Seems to me part of what you gave your daughter was a housewarming gift and why would he expect to receive that too? If she has a wedding, baby, etc., does he expect to receive the equivalent in those situations? Honestly, $800 is a lot of money for one person for Christmas, much less a grown-ass adult. I'd let him know where he hits similar milestones. You'll gift him similarly. Unless you show consistent favoritism to her, he needs to stop keeping score and be more grateful. Not the a-hole. Profplum did it says, Info, when he buys a house, will you give him 4K? If so, did you tell him that? Opie responds saying, depends on when he buys it. If he buys it in the next couple of years, it would probably be $4,000. If he buys it, say, 10 years from now, we'd need to give him more than that for it to have the same purchasing power, unless inflation magically starts going in the other direction. And one more comment from I'd Prefer Not To, who says, you're the a-hole for doing this at Christmas. I'm the youngest of four siblings. My oldest sister is 10 years older than me, so we definitely reach milestones at different times. Things like wedding money, housewarming gifts slash money, graduation gifts obviously came at different times for each of us and we were not tied to group holidays like Christmas. You could have given your daughter an $800 check or gift for Christmas and $3,200 for closing on the house at a different time slash setting. And you could tell your son, we will be so excited to give you a gift of money to help you when you buy your first home. Instead, now it is a very disproportional Christmas gift, which is sure to raise some jealousy. Edit, my judgment is very light and you seem like very generous parents who want to help out both your kids get ahead in life. I definitely don't think you owe your son more now than an explanation and an apology for timing and a reaction to his concerns. In the future, I would just keep shared gift opening times in kind for both kids and stick to milestone gifts timed with a milestone. Edit, also getting a lot of rent-free comments about the son. From OP's comments, it seems like the daughter lived at home until the house purchase to save up money. And they have no issues with the son living at home now and want the same opportunity for him. So I don't really see it as an applicable factor in the judgment. So then OP does come back with an update and it says, A couple of days ago, I posted elsewhere about a conversation my wife and I had with our son. People reacted very strongly and I wanted to let everyone know what happened next. 
but that isn't permitted where I originally posted. I still wanted to get it off my chest, so this seemed like an appropriate place. We sat down with our son again to talk. Things started out similar to yesterday, but then he asked if we wished he didn't live at home anymore. My wife and I assured him that nothing could be less true. He said it feels like we're waiting for him to move out. He said his sister moved out at 21 and he's 22 now, so he feels like we're waiting for him to leave. I said we had no control over when his sister left and asked what we did specifically to make him feel that way. He said it just did. At this point, my wife became frustrated and asked if he considered our feelings. Our son asked what she meant. and She pointed out that he never said thank you for his presence. He said that he said he liked them. And my wife said that wasn't the same as thanks and pointed out that she and I said thank you for ours, but he didn't say thank you for his. At this point, they were both frustrated. So I asked if we could all take a minute. My son thanked us for his presence, which was nice. My wife said that our son was asking if we valued his presence in our lives, but she wanted to know if he valued ours in his, or if he was just using us for free housing. Our son started crying, which felt awful to see. He said that he did value us, but that he felt he could never catch up to us. I told him, don't try to catch up to us. We had a two decade head start, and you'll exhaust yourself if you try to do that. Just go at your own pace. Our son asked, how he would feel if he's never successful like his sister is. I asked him, why do you think that your sister is successful and you aren't? She bought a house, but that's not everything in life. She did that for herself, but she wanted it. Not to reach an arbitrary metric of success. All that matters is if you are happy in life. Our son was quiet for a bit and then admitted that he wasn't happy. My wife asked what would make him happy and he said he didn't know. I asked if there was anything specific making him unhappy. He said his job. He said he hates working swing shifts and feels tired all the time. I said, okay, quit your job or go part-time and work two six-hour shifts a week if you're worried about a gap in your resume. He asked if we would be disappointed if he quit. And my wife said we would never be disappointed in him for trying to find his happiness. I said younger siblings look up to older ones and try to copy them sometimes. That was my brother when I was younger too. But you aren't your sister. This isn't a race and you aren't on a time limit. You don't have to find your dream job or move out by a specific date. Just find what will make you happy. He said he would talk to his supervisor today about switching to part-time or taking a leave of absence. I hope it goes well because I don't want him to continue to feel dragged down by work. I don't think the situation is resolved because there are hurt feelings on both sides. But I do think we made progress. And I'm glad a lot of things were brought out up in the open in that update and hopefully things can start moving positive for the son because it sounds like he's going through a bit of a rough time with a lot of conflicting feelings going on right now. But I gotta say, and I'm not sure if it's just me in this one, so and I know it got better towards the end of the update, but the way the wife approached things in this particular update, it really rubbed me the wrong way. Like whenever he expressed his feelings and it felt like he'd done it in a real logical and non-hurtful way, it was always about, what about our feelings? Like almost how dare you express your feelings without thinking about us first? Maybe that was just me on that one, but let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. 
And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And our next story comes from a throwaway account, which says, am I the a-hole for being brutally honest with my friend before her wedding? My best friend for the last 10 years is getting married in a few weeks. This past weekend was a bachelorette party. She got quite wasted, but I didn't drink a lot, so I played it safer and stayed pretty coherent. At one point, she was in the bathroom vomiting and crying and looking through pictures of her ex on her Instagram. All the other girls were comforting her and talking about what a piece of crap he is, etc. The next maybe hour turned into fixation on her ex, how they should have been the ones married, etc. Her ex recently had a baby with his new wife, so I understand it may have opened old wounds, but they split up five years ago. I am also one of the few people who actually know why they split up, and all I can say it was definitely her fault. After the hour, I tried to get us all out of the bathroom and continue the night. The next morning, things seemed fine, but then my friend was going through her phone and saw she called her ex 10 plus times. She freaked out, but the calls were also short, so we assumed he didn't pick up. I told her she needed to delete his number from her phone and move on because it wasn't fair to the guy she is marrying if she continues to be hung up on her ex. Everyone got really upset with me for being insensitive and I was made to feel like it was my fault for letting her call him. Eventually, my friend asked me to go home early. I learned from one of the other bridesmaids that they spent the rest of the morning bashing me in addition to X. I was told part of a bachelorette party is getting closure with old relationships and my judgmental attitude ruined it for the bride-to-be. I talked to my sister about it and she said, while my friend was being ridiculous, that it's my job to put aside my feelings for the bride as maid of honor. We're all in our 30s though and this seems very odd to me. Am I a-hole and op did have like a a mini update on this one and to me absolutely not the a-hole in this situation what you told her is the absolute truth she needs to delete that number and stop phoning her ex up that's totally not fair on the person she's going to be marrying soon but the big nook says clearly not the a-hole here you did nothing wrong in telling your friend to respect their partner and delete their ex's number The group sounds problematic and I hope you don't hold yourself in bad esteem because of their behavior. Pick the big nook's comment because he's got a profile picture of Skeletor. Absolutely love that. Hey man! (laughs) (laughs) Let's get this party on says, not the a-hole. What? It's your fault that she is hung up on her ex that I'm assuming she cheated on and drunkenly dialed him 10 times after crying on the floor for hours. You are right, she should delete his number and be fair to the guy she is marrying. And how in the world is it your fault? Could you have taken her phone? Lol, imagine that scene. Did you dial him? No. 
She's a victim. She will always be a victim. Nothing will ever be her fault. OP replies and says, quite honestly, they were making such a big deal out of her calling them too, but I'm actually quite sure this wasn't his number anymore. Her Instagram deep dive showed he lives in a different country now, and my brother lives there too. I remember he almost immediately needed a new number, so I feel they were being really overdramatic about that. Up and Outward says, not the a-hole, but the bride's friends are. You can't blame alcohol-induced disaster decisions on bride-to-be. They're just bad decisions. The expectation that everyone would coddle the bride to this messy extent is unhealthy. You are privy to the bride's damaging past. From experience, I can tell you that your status as the knower of things that shouldn't be discussed won't be rewarded. You'll catch fangs anytime you step out of line and your name will go through the mud before bride admits to what you know. Bite your tongue, let everyone do exactly what they want to do for the wedding and find a new crew. Opie responds saying, I fortunately have found a different circle the last few years, so after the wedding, I will lean into them. It's hard because I thought after a decade, we would always be friends on some level, but perhaps not. So as mentioned, OP did give us a little update, which says, wow, so many comments. I'm at work right now, but trying to read as many as possible. I didn't expect to get as many responses. Thank you all for the judgment. I just want to put this here as a lot of people keep saying I should tell her fiance. In any normal situation, I would agree. But in this case, she's been asked in the past to choose between him and her ex. She chose her ex. She made it clear to her now fiance she would rather be with her ex. But her ex said he didn't want her and left. So she stayed with her now fiance. He knows on some level. Telling him wouldn't be a big revelation and likely wouldn't make him end the wedding. It would just make him sad and rub his nose in something that he is aware of. Oh, dearie me, that is not good. So she told and made it clear to her now fiancé she would rather be with X. My wordy word. Now, what do you guys make of this situation? That is not one that's going to end well. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from Western Astronaut 847 who says, Am I the a-hole for not helping my mum and stepdad with care bills? My dad died when I, 19 male, was 9. When I was 11, my mum married my stepdad. I have a brother, Chris, 14 male, who has extremely severe autism. He needs a lot of support with his everyday needs. He gets frustrated and unfortunately, as he's got older, he started to lash out physically at the people around him. When I was little, I got on with my mum okay, but as a teenager, we had a lot of arguments. A lot of it had to do with my stepdad wanting to have the authority of a father over me and me never really accepting that. But I also got pushed to the side a lot as all the focus went on looking after my brother and that made me angry. I admit I became a bit of a tearaway, drinking, not getting back until the early hours of the morning. When I was 17, my mum sent me to one of those residential schools for troubled kids. Literally like you see on crappy daytime TV shows, which I'm pretty sure is where she got the idea. I had no idea it was going to happen and the school sent two members of staff to get me out of bed in the middle of the night. I was there for six months. It was pretty hellish, like a military style thing with morning inspections and sad middle-aged men in silly uniforms barking orders at children. I was allowed a call from my mum one a week for the first month, but I never took them. She also wrote me a few letters, but I never read them. When I turned 18, they couldn't legally keep me there and the plan was for my mum to come and pick me up. But I decided 
on my 18th birthday just to leave myself. The school threw an absolute fit, tried to call my mum, told me I was being irresponsible, but I told them to F off. It was a bit difficult because I didn't have any money or a phone and the school was pretty rural, but I managed to borrow a phone and call a friend who came to pick me up. I moved around between friends for a bit, but I'm pretty well set up now. I blocked my mum on everything and pretty much made sure she couldn't get in touch with me. The other thing that happened when I turned 18 was that a fund my dad set up for me when I was born became accessible. There is now a lot of money in it. I mean a lot. My brother has a fund too, but I don't think anyone can get it until he's 18. Recently, my step-aunt reached out to me out of the blue to say mum and stepdad have been really struggling financially with Chris's care costs, especially now he is getting older and more difficult for mum to control. She said my mum was sorry about the way things happened between us and wanted me to come home. I said I wasn't interested in being part of that family now just because she needed my money. My aunt said that was cruel and that I had only ever made things more difficult for my mum. I feel a bit guilty about Chris, especially because we used to be close and I was good at calming him down. I've just had it with my mum. Am I the a-hole? And we're going to dive straight into the comments with Clerton, who says, don't ever send money. Don't ever do it. Once you do, these types of people will never stop coming after you. Your dad wanted you to have this, a way to take care of yourself, a path to freedom. Don't bend. Your brother has his own funds. It's time to take care of yourself. And I'm so sorry your mother sent you to a place like that. She tried to dismiss you as a person and as a son because it was easier for her. You deserve better. Wishing you all the best as you pursue your best life. Not the a-hole. Timely Egg says, not the a-hole. You've made your line in the sand pretty clear. I noticed that your step-aunt only reached out when your parents need money. Not when there was an angry, hurting teenager bouncing from friend to friend. You're a lot more vulnerable than they are. If you give up your money to help your brother, they won't repay it as his needs will always be greater in their eyes. Use it to get set, get qualified, get a secure life. It will get his trust in three years and may be able to make a case to obtain early due to medical needs. Best thing you can do for your brother is be secure in the future if and when he needs support as your parents age. You are not stable in your life yet. Also get counseling or therapy. I know a Reddit cliche, but you've endured a lot. Working it through with someone impartial might help. Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you think OP should do? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart, as always, for taking the time out of your day and spending it with me, spending it with the channel, spending it with the stories. It's absolutely incredible. Thank you so much. And hopefully, I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.